Good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining me today. If you will, go ahead again and like and share the post, and then grab your Bible, and we'll jump right back into the 105th Psalm, Psalm 105. And again, this psalm is a psalm that was written um, for about <laughs> to uh, the Israelites um, who uh, at, uh, at the end or during uh, their uh, their captivity or as it was ending uh, and they came back to Jerusalem to find the uh, destruction and the um, the again no society I mean they, they, they uh, it was like moving back to a new territory it was like uh, I guess when you say they the pilgrims came to the United States I, you know they uh, everything had been destroyed. The government was gone. Worship was gone. Uh, they had, um, you know, again, you know, the wild animals had taken over the city, and so they come back to that kind of, uh, again, mess. Uh, again, no government, no religion, no nowhere to live really. I mean, they, um, you know, the walls of the city gone, and so they are um, discouraged. Um, it's probably one of those interesting times. Uh, where uh, you can almost, uh, in, in my mind, uh, they, they're coming out of their Babylonian captivity, and, and so they are you know, singing and rejoicing on the way home, uh, and then they round the corner and see what's left of home. Um, and uh, it had to be a, you know, a time of, uh, of mixed emotion. Again, uh, their captivity was over, uh, but there were probably people uh, much like the Israelites when they come out of Egypt and were saying to Moses, why don't you just leave us there? Uh, I can only imagine there were some who were saying, you know, we'd have been better off to stay in Babylon. Uh, at least we had a roof over our head. Um, you know, and so uh, they, they came back to that kind of uh, environment. And so the psalmist writes to encourage them to, uh, to stir up their faith. Um, and he does so. Again, we looked yesterday at the first seven verses, which uh, the psalmist just said, you, you remember all the things God has done in the past, how he's always been faithful, uh, how he has always uh, kept his word, kept his promise, and so we can depend on him uh, today. And now in verse, uh, verse 8, he's going to be uh, a little more specific exactly about uh, about the promises of God. Uh, and he is going to specifically uh, talk about the covenant uh, that God had made uh, with uh, the Israelites. And so, uh, again, as uh, we look here in this verse, he hath remembered his covenant forever, the word which he commanded uh, to a thousand uh, generations. And so he's saying here, uh, again, when he says that, the word which he commanded, uh, he's talking about the fact that God initiated uh, this covenant. He was the one who went to the Israelites with this covenant uh, and that uh, God would be faithful uh, to that promise uh, that he had made. Um, and he says he's uh, the word he commanded to a thousand uh, generations. Um, just to put that in perspective, uh, he says that covenant is good through a thousand uh, generations. If we, can, as best we can, uh, kind of track and count um, Israel at this point, 
uh, is has only been about 60 generations uh, at uh, at this point, and so uh, a thousand generations, uh, you know, is uh, you know that that is a it's like saying forever. Um, he says God's word is faithful, uh, and he lays out a little bit about the covenant beginning in verse nine. He said, "Which covenant he made with Abraham and his oath unto." Isaac and confirm the same unto Jacob for a law and to Israel for an everlasting covenant. Uh, and so he says this this covenant that God made, made with our ancestors, he gave it, uh, he made this covenant with Abraham uh, to begin with. Uh, he confirmed that covenant then with Isaac. Uh, and then with uh, with Abraham's son Isaac, and then he confirmed it again uh, with Isaac's son uh, Jacob. And so he says God ha has made a covenant uh, with His people. Uh, he had uh, made a, a an agreement with them, and uh, that He would take care of him, that they would be His people, that He would make a great uh, great nation out of them, that He would give them. Uh, the promised land, uh, the land of Canaan, uh, was to be their uh, inheritance. And, he, and here it is. He says, saying unto thee, will I give the land of Canaan the lot of your inheritance? Uh, and so uh, he, he reminds him, he says, God has promised us uh, this land. Uh, you know, th this land uh, is being promised to us uh, by God. It is the land that God uh, has given us and uh, and assured us of. And so uh, while we look at it today, uh, and it may look desolate, it may be uh, in ruins, uh, God has brought us uh, from Egypt, uh, brought us to the promised land with uh, and, and promise to give us that land and settle that land and give us uh, this land uh, that he described as uh, as flowing uh, with milk and honey. Uh, and so uh, he says, you know, and so he, he just is really reminding the Israelites again, uh, yes, it looks dark today. Uh, it looks desolate today. Um, you know, it's in ruins today. Uh, but um, God uh, has promised us uh, better. Uh, he has promised us to to take care of us. Um, and, and again, remember that promise was dependent, uh, that as long as they kept his commandments, uh, he would bless them and take care of them. And they've just uh, finished 70 years of uh, of bondage from what happened from disobedience. So, uh, he says, you know, this covenant God made with us, he made an agreement with us. And uh, the lesson for us really out of that, because we're not the Israelites, we're not dealing, uh, we don't have that that covenant that, uh, that they have, but we have something even better. Uh, we have the promise uh, of uh, of an of an inheritance, just like uh, they were to inherit the promised land, we have the promise uh, of eternal life. We have the promise uh, of an inheritance uh, that, uh, again, the Bible says, moth and dust can't corrupt. Uh, laid up for us, incorruptible. Uh, the Bible says, uh, and if we have placed our faith in Jesus Christ, if we have uh, repented. Uh, of our sin, ask him into our heart. Uh, as our Savior, we know uh, 
that uh, we have a promise, and He has uh, He has promised a uh, to take us to that uh, to that place uh, again. That He is uh, the Bible says He is building. Uh, he says, I, I promise I, I go to prepare a place for you, uh, that where I am, there you may be also. Uh, and so we have that uh, assurance, and that that should give us hope uh, to face each day. Uh, again, that it, it should be the one thing that we can uh, that we can that we can count on, that we can depend on uh, in our life. You know, we we um, you know life is un, is uncertain uh, from one minute to the next. We you know you think everything you've got everything figured out, and in a blink of an eye, everything can fall apart on you. One phone call uh, can turn your life upside down. One phone call can ruin your life. Um, or at least you think is ruined for a time period. Um, one one phone call can devastate you, uh, and and your life would feel like the ruins of Jerusalem. Uh, but the hope uh, that we have in that situation is that we uh, we keep our eyes on our on the prize. As Paul says, I press on toward the mark, uh, toward the high calling. We continue uh, to focus on the hope. Uh, that we have uh, in Jesus Christ, uh, that we have a future uh, ahead of us, that no matter what uh, this world holds, no matter how bad the desolation, the destruction, uh, the captivity, the bondage, whatever comes along uh, from day to day, a child of God, a believer, uh, has the hope uh, of eternal life, has the hope of the return uh, of Jesus Christ, and that should keep us moving forward. That should keep, uh, uh, again, our focus. That should keep us uh, con- uh, intent uh, on serving Him, living for Him, in spite uh, of whatever uh, destruction or ruin uh, we find ourselves in. And so today, let me encourage you to be like Paul, to press on uh, toward that mark, to fix our eyes uh, on things above. Uh, to keep our mind on the on the prize, uh, what uh, what Christ has bought for and is preparing for us, and to remember that great promise that I go to prepare a place for you, that where I am, there you may be also. Uh, and so we have that great promise of God, uh, and Christ says, "If I go, I will come again." And so you and I, we have that promise, that hope uh, that the world doesn't have. Uh, that only a child of God can have. And so uh, keep your mind on that. Keep focused on that today uh, as you deal with the battles and the problems of life, uh, that I have a hope uh, that, uh, that Christ is preparing a better place for me. Uh, and he promised uh, to come and get me and that I could be with him in that wonderful place. All right, have a great day, and we will see you back here tomorrow morning.